0: You look distressed. Need a, <laughs> need a blanket? Well, what? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's a little chilly for you, is it? Okay. Well, you, you just need to you need to know we need to toughen you up for the tribulation. That's what we're trying to do. Okay, so just just pe- keep that in mind. <laughs> no. All right, um, I want to ask a, a take a poll. Um, Two or three weeks ago when we had a break, uh, I mentioned that uh, we would, uh, when we got back, we would open it up to questions and I'd give you an overview of the different positions. And last week we did, but there are only a few of you here. So I wanted to ask those who were here last week if they didn't mind, if they wouldn't mind if we just kind of reviewed a little bit uh, for those who actually weren't able to be here last week. Would that be okay with everybody? You sure? Okay. So... Whether you want to tape this or not, I don't. You know that's up to you. You can okay. okay keep it going, just in case. Okay, that's all right. That's okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. Just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Um, let Let's Let's begin this way. Um, uh, the 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 thing I want to stress is, if you've read Revelation at all, you're going to notice that there seems to be this repetition. Uh, for example, in the number seven, big rep- repetition. And the debate has always been whether or not the events that are described, the prophetic visions that are described, are chronological. In other words, one follows the other, like in sequence, right? Um, many many hold that view, all right, that that's really what you have. So you start in Revelation chapter four, verse one, and you have the vision of heaven, and then you get to chapter 6, you've got, again, the, 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 uh, the seals. Uh, then everything that follows that is just happens sequentially, you know, af- one after another, right up to the end, okay? Um, but I would contend that that's not the best way of understanding the book. It, there, there's, there are parallel themes. There's what we call recapitulation. So, in a sense, what I would say is that depending on how you understand the structure of the book often depends on how you understand the interpretation of the book. All right? For example, I'll give you another example. Uh, those who see a, chrono- a, a strict chronology, when they come to Revelation chapter 20, the binding of Satan and the thousand-year reign, they say, okay, that, that happened at the end because it's the last thing that went on, Right? But if the parallels are there, like re- repetition of themes, I would argue that no, that the binding of Satan begins at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And that, that the, the, the saints, in some sense, reign with Christ now in a thousand years, reflects the church age. Now, I'll try to make that argument later on. Not everyone agrees with me there, but again... But again, if you have a chronological understanding of the sequence of prophets of the prophetic visions, then you're going to be more apt to take that millennial age as kind of the last big big hurrah, okay? So anyway, that's the that's the main thing to keep in mind. One of the main things to keep in mind is the structure of the book, okay? Now, this may sound a little academic. I don't want it to be. But it's an important little note to keep in mind, all right? It does seem to me that at the end of... Again, the, the seven seals, the seven trumpets, and the seven bowls—you have the last, the last sequence, the the, the last seal, the last um, um, uh, trumpet, the last bowl. You come to the very end. You come to the final judgment. Okay. Now that's depicted in different ways at, at the end of each of those sequences. Um, you also have the you also have a section in there where you have. Uh, the manifestation of the great red dragon and you have the the woman and her child and then you have you introduced to the the beast from the sea and the beast from the earth and then that in chapter fourteen comes to a culmination the great and final day of the Lord okay so that would be another parallel I would argue and then you have after that you have the six bowls, seven bowls. And then after that, you've got the the emphasis on the the great harlot Babylon and her destruction ending in the coming of the Lord, okay? And then you run into the the, the millennial uh, age. Uh, So parallels. Um, Now, there are people who would just disagree with that altogether, but I think there's a very good case for it. Um, So that's an issue. All right. Does that make sense? Do you, do you see that? I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Any questions on that? It's kind of, kind of structural a bit. Okay. The other thing is that there have been four major schools of interpretation of the book of Revelation. Now, these four major schools are viewpoints of the book that are held by people who believe the book is God's word. Okay. We're not talking about people who reject the book of Revelation as, you know, uh, on, the, on the level with a Marvel comic book, okay? It's not that sort of thing. Th- these are people who would believe it's God's word. It's a difference of how you handle God's word. Now, as long as we agree on the essentials of the Christian faith, like the human sin and the need for redemption and the work of Christ and so forth, we can disagree on some of these more prophetic issues. But one thing every, these, every one of these four schools agree is that the last major emphasis in the book is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Okay? They differ on how you understand those prophetic pictures that we have in the book of Revelation. Okay, let me just tell you the four views, and then we can ask if you have questions, and we can kind of, in what time is left, we can get back into the text. Okay, um, the, historic, the historic Protestant view, okay, the, 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 the historic Protestant view is, is a view that um, two things that come into play there. The first thing is that the reformers believed that the Antichrist was the papacy. Okay? And so when you get into chapter 12, 13, the beast and so forth, the harlot, you're talking about papal Rome. Okay? You're you're talking about the papacy. Um, And um, they also, the other dimension of that viewpoint was that the... um, The book, now you have different viewpoints here, some who would see a parallelism, like I've talked about, others who would see it sequentially. They believe that starting with chapter 6, the breaking of the seals, okay, all the way up through chapter 20, you have the unfolding of church history. Okay, so those seals mean certain events in history of the church. Uh, Not every single event in the history of the church. And I'll get into that a little bit tonight if we have time. But so in other words, some, some of Revelation has already been fulfilled.